Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Well, joining us now to talk about all of that is Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, great intel officer, head of the London Center for Policy Research. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Schaefer, what are your thoughts, first of all, in terms of this issue of a no-fly zone? Some people have said, yes, don't do it because it would move us in. Some people have even talked about sort of a partial no-fly zone, like maybe have it over a certain section, over Kiev and a little bit, you know, a little bit arounding it. Um, and maybe for humanitarian reasons, is there is there some sort of half measure that could at least help the Ukrainian people? Hey, good evening, Rita. And uh, no, the, the no-fly zone is a no-go. The moment you inject NATO, you open the door for Putin to go at NATO. It's it's kind of like that's in many ways what he would like, I do believe at this point, is justification to start moving into other nations he has his eyes on. So. The, the moment you do that, you you open up Pandora's box, and the the I can I can guarantee you the the conflict would instantly uh, uh, spread uh, like a like a uh, one when you have firemen fighting a fight that flashover you'd have a flashover uh, in military operations and it would not be good and we're not prepared. Uh, the one thing I would say and I would advise any administration of this. If you decide you're going to go down that path, you better darn well know that your military is ready to respond. And unfortunately, Rita, our military is not ready to respond. And is that because of what? The lack of preparedness by the president? Is it the the combination of the woke? Is it the lack of money that has been going towards military in the last year or so? What, what's the reason for that? Oh, we have the most expensive military ever. The problem is that the, the funds are going to green energy and things like that, which don't, uh, you know, uh, you and I have spoken about this. Uh, there's, no, there's no climate crisis, yet DOD is spending um, enormous amounts of time trying to go to battery-operated things that will not last in combat. Let me tell you, Rita, uh, green energy is not a, a, an infantryman's friend. It's not going to do anything to help the Air Force drop bombs. It's not going to help us become more effective to counter Putin, who, by the way, not not investing in green energy. That's one issue. The second issue is woke. Third issue is the fact that we have not had to fight a near-peer competitor. That is to say that most of the conflict we've had over the past 20 years has been what we call counterinsurgency. It's been essentially working to go into populations and locations where there's no fear that an Air Force is going to come after us. Uh, we've not had to operate that like that since the 90s. And so I would argue – and Blinken said yesterday – that NATO's ready to go. NATO's not ready to go. The other factor is then working with our allies. Rita, we, uh, during the Cold War, spent a lot of time training. Uh, even in 2001, I spent a full month in New Zealand working with our allies on just how we would communicate it during the war. So these things we have not been doing on a regular basis as the military since the 90s. And the idea that we're just going to go from, you know, working at a very low level of activity to, you know, 10 plus overnight, not in the cards. And if you try it, things would go badly. So there's a combination of things which really do restrict our ability. And then the top one, 
leadership, lack of leadership. The Secretary of Defense, Austin, uh, Milley, uh, they're not adequately prepared mentally or uh, 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 any any measure you want to give regarding leadership. And, of course, at the top, Joe Biden. Yeah, which is, you're right, he's been leading, I feel like I've been telling everybody, he's been so much leading from behind. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, do me a favor, if you could stay with us, we're going to go to a quick break. I would love your take on what you think we should do with your perspective, because here it is, and you know battle, and you're seeing what's going on right now. I want to get your military take on where you think things are going to go from here, and what are some of the options to help the Ukrainian people with this very courageous fight that they're waging. We're going to have a lot more on the Rita Cosby Show. Everybody, right after the break, more with Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer on the big developments and breaking news out of Ukraine. And we continue now with Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, head of the London Center for Policy Research. Tony, um, before the break, we were talking about what you thought of the no-fly zone. You feel, okay, it's not the right way to go. Where do you think that what can be done? What are, what are some of the measures that can help? Because it is so hard to watch these images and hear them as we are just playing here, Tony. Right. So first thing is the media. And you've been great about this. Right? It's not out. It's not meant to you. They've got to get their mind right about what's going on. Uh, everybody talked about this is unthinkable. And Putin didn't have to do this. Well, he did. And so I, I saw Condoleezza Rice kind of like uh, showing her own. Uh, inability to understand what's going on by saying, oh, he didn't have to do this. He did have to do this. And if you don't believe that, you're not understanding the man. We spoke about this, Rita, before the invasion. I, I went on a record saying he was going to invade. He invaded. So I think we all have to understand that it's time to think the unthinkable. Putin is capable of any number of things. We need to understand that. So with that said, the first thing Biden needs to do is fire the leadership in place. He's got to get rid of uh, Austin. He's got to get rid of Milley. He's got to get a Stormin Norman Schwarzkopf to go to Europe and start organizing UCOM to really put the fear of God in Putin. Putin right now sees nobody out there who's willing to stand up. And as much as Zelensky wants us to do this no-fly zone, then what? What if we do that and Putin does something? We're not prepared. So uh, it's it's all well and good. You want to throw uh, someone a life preserver. You don't want to jump into the water with them until you're ready yourself, Rita. And that's where we're at. No, that's a great point. That's a great point. Before you go further, Tony, that's a superb point because there is no sort of fear of God in Putin right now. And and, our president is just kind of like there, even during the State of the Union. He had some passionate words, but I I haven't heard him pounding the table and saying, you know, do not go there, Putin. There's nothing in his voice that says even even rhetoric wise that makes Putin think twice. And that's to my next point is if he was serious, that is our president. He would immediately reinstall, reinstate all of Trump's policies regarding oil and energy production. Dump the green agenda. It's not working. It's not going to work. It does, it, Putin is counting on us, sticking to this completely self-defeating agenda. Open up Alaska. Open up shale oil. Flood the market so that our prices come down. By the way, one of the things that, that Trump did that I don't think he fully maybe even understood what happened. Once you drop those prices, the economy soars, Rita. Why are we paying Russia money, which actually benefits Putin right now? We're buying today Russian oil. Why are we doing that? We're actually benefiting Putin. If Biden was really out to help the American people and defeat Putin, he would immediately ban Russian oil, open up the spigots, and move forward. The next thing uh, we would, would have to do 
is actually have a new leader who's in charge of UCOM, our European command, start exercising like we mean to do something. Uh, that way, Putin will be deterred. from. This is how we did it during the Cold War. I spoke, Rita, with a number of old Reagan hands, Reagan administration hands on this. They had a very deep and detailed plan on what to do regarding what they knew the Russians feared most. We need to get back into that business and dirty tricks. As an intelligence officer, one of the things I, I do know that does work, and we did do during the Cold War, is you actually assess and target individual leaders for bad things to happen. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't want to get specifics. But people will not be intimidated until they know that there's a physical price, a, a, that their body, their life is on the line. Rita, there's been none of that. Everything has been happy talk, rainbows, unicorns. We're going to try this next. Putin and his guys are, t are three steps ahead. Yeah, and they are and ruthless. The ruthless. And the yeah, and, the old, and so all these sanctions, everything. Yeah, you're going to make them. They're going to. You're going to make them miserable and inconvenient. But you're not going to stop them, and you're not going to influence them. So those are the things uh, I would do if I were in charge. Those are the things I know that could be done to actually have a difference. Uh, Rita, unfortunately, I just don't think uh, anybody at the White House has an understanding or willingness to accept uh, the, the counsel I just uh, offered up to you. Well, and I think you are hitting some superb points. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Tony, Tony Schaefer, I want to play a couple of comments exactly to your point on your second sure. point there where you talked about oil and energy, because you're right. This president, I was waiting on the State of the Union. We were carrying it here live and, and we were talking about it here on the show. And I was waiting at that moment to see if this president would have the courage to say to his far left side of the party, you know what, I made a mistake or you guys made a mistake or, or whatever, or we're going to do an all in policy even like try to have it both ways. We're going to listen to you, but we're also going to start doing the drilling. We're going to open up Anwar. We're going to do, you know, uh, open Keystone. We're going to do all these things. We're going to, because of it is an emergency, please understand, or whatever, even something like nothing. And it's so bad, Tony, that even Senator Joe Manchin, I want to play a comment. He came out in the last 24 hours. You've got Joe Manchin. You've got Elizabeth Warren. You've got all these people. This And these are, you know, these, and especially Elizabeth Warren. She's the left wing. you got Nancy Pelosi suggesting right. that there should be a ban on oil. And But listen to what Joe Manchin had to say. Take a listen here. Energy has become a weapon of war for Putin, and he's using that as a weapon of war. He's using it against all of Europe, if you will. But Ukraine is basically the catalyst of what he's doing. So what we're doing today is we introduced a bill. It's been dropped. We have, uh, I think there's 18 of us, nine Ds and nine Rs, that are on this piece of legislation that basically bans the Russian Energy Imports Act. That's all it is. We're banning Russian Imports Act. What we're banning is basically <coughs> petroleum, petroleum products, Crude oil, LNG, coal, mostly all fossils coming in the United States and whatever they should be. And then, Tony, here is the pass the buck because Jen Psaki at the White House was asked, OK, why are we not doing that? Um, what's the issue? And take a listen to how she explains why we are seeing rise of energy prices. Take a listen. The reason why the price of gas is going up is not because of steps the president has taken. They are because President Putin is invading Ukraine, and that is creating a great deal of instability in the global marketplace. That is such a bunch of hogwash, Tony. Like the price of oil and the price of gas, all of that was going up well before Ukraine. Obviously, it certainly is exacerbating it. But my goodness, are you kidding me? 
No, I knew that they would use this as an excuse to cover for their really bad policies. And to the point, uh, we've seen uh, over a dollar increase uh, over the last year where I live. And I just saw the price go up 20 cents over the last uh, 48 hours. So uh, this is directly because of Biden. And again, uh, to your point, Rita, and the point of Senator Manchin, we know how to to solve it. We know it. We know what would happen. Even uh, Secretary of Energy Buttigieg even admitted, well, we don't really want to do this because it would be a permanent solution. That right there indicates what they're about. They're about trying to destroy the American economy by pushing into this, quote unquote, renewable energy regime, which is not ready for prime time. And let your and just for your audience to know, I have a degree in environmental studies. I have studied this since the 80s. And I can tell you for a fact, there is no crisis. Uh, fossil fuel is the best way to maintain uh, our economy and growth. Uh, CO2 is not the enemy of mankind. It's it's a complete fabrication. And the fact that they're using this even now during a national an international crisis tells me that they are out literally to damage the United States. There's no other way to put it. And, and what Jane Psaki is saying is an absolute provable lie. Yeah, it is outrageous. And, and then here's the point. Okay, we want to keep uh, things clean and green energy and all that, but we'll buy dirty oil from Russia. We'll buy dirty right. oil from now there's potentially even Iran, which is just amazing, too. And, and that's a whole other issue, Tony. But but yep. how is that not going to dirty the world? You know, it's we're all in the same globe. In other words, it's OK to have a dirty over there, but not over here. Talk about politics. It is just it's it is so uh, outrageous, and it has put us in such a horrible position. Um, Tony Schaefer, thank you so much. Um, um, my dear friend, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, the head of the London Center for Policy Research, we really appreciate you being with us on all this big news tonight. Thank you. Thank you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.